shine between the lines If you would let yourself go Find some place you know You can use your words, use your hands You can change the world, just pretend Express yourself, take a chance and you'll see Who you'll be It's time to express yourself Where teens talk and the world listens Presented by Star Style Productions as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. You'll rock to an hour of adolescent fusion with your teen hosts and on-air reporters. Meet and chat with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with subjects regarding anything and everything that you want to know. It's time to kick off the fun with our star teens. Welcome to Express Yourself. Care. Whether it's a small act of integrity or a huge act of gratitude, Caring for one another can be a way to lighten up someone's day and to turn someone's frown upside down. Hello and welcome to Express Yourself. We're a program by, for, and with creative young people. A platform to give teens a voice right here on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your host, Alex Lee, and today's show is about caring and how you can reach out to others to show you care for them also. And I'm Hannah Hundle. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions and brought to you as an outreach service of the Be The Star You Are charity. Although you may already know me or have heard of me as the Health With Hannah reporter, today I'm thrilled to be co-hosting again. I'm really happy to be here with you to bring this important topic to the forefront. But first, our host Alex will give his part in how care is so important. Well, first off, let me just start off by saying that I'm really excited to be hosting today, but right now I'm going to change my mindset to the social networking, what I usually report for. So anyways, how do social networking and caring come together? Well, first of all, we know that uh, we all know what cyberbullying is and that it and that everybody can be affected by it, um, whether it be on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or whatever, whatever it is. But, um, Anyways, you guys always have to stand up to it. I mean, um, if you want to care for someone that's being cyberbullied or if you want to stand up to um, them, to a cyberbully, then uh, what I suggest you would do is uh, try to confront it online, but if you don't feel comfortable, I would rather go to, e- go to both the cyberbully and the victim and tell, them, and tell the cyberbully to, you know, to stop, uh, ask him why he's doing that and stuff like that. But, uh, and to the victim, I would try to confront them, try to ask them what's going on, or try to ask them how they feel to make sure that everybody, to make to make sure that he has someone uh, that cares for him, and just to let him know that he's always um, like being protected and being like cared for. But okay, so uh, um, if I can interject a question really quickly, you mentioned that yeah. you think it's better to confront the bully in real life. Why do you think that's more beneficial? Um, well, I mean, it's it's not necessarily beneficial. I just think that, um, like, if as time goes on, of course, uh, maybe the cyberbully will keep doing it. But eventually, I believe that like the bully will just come to realize that it's just worthless. And if he's constantly being confronted by it, by uh, with the problem, then I think he's just gonna stop. Because I've had some experience in the past where people kept talking to uh, a cyberbully and. And then he eventually just cut it off because he he was just getting too annoyed with uh 
people telling him to stop, and he just eventually stopped. Mm, okay, so do you think it's maybe more authentic or emo- more emotional to have a face-to-face confrontation? Yeah, it's authentic because uh, I feel like when if you're trying to like talk somebody out or trying to like fight online um, with a cyberbully, it's not going to do anything because they think that you're too scared to say it to their face or something like that. Um, but you know, I feel like it's more um, authentic to tell it to their face because it actually shows like bravery in a sense to show. Yeah, um, yeah but. Yeah, but I would say, like, but even though you can, like, confront the bully about it, I wouldn't try to, I wouldn't try to, like, go over the limit, if you know what I mean, because it mm-hmm. can get weird, and you might get bullied, too, but um, I feel like sometimes it may be worth it to try to stop it, so, yeah, I don't, I don't know, no, that's I, just my opinion. Right, no, I think you bring up a great point about bravery, because I think when we talk about cyberbullying, we're talking about these people who feel like such powerful characters because they're kind of cowering behind a computer screen. And so they might be more inclined to say things that perhaps they wouldn't feel the courage to utter if they're talking to a person face to face. It's a lot more difficult, I think, to really barrage a person with negative comments if you're standing right in front of them rather than if yeah. you're kind of cowering behind a computer screen. Yeah, like, in speaking of, like, protected by the computer screen, we always feel like it's just words on the screen. Like, they're not going to really take it personally, but... And they always feel like the screen is protecting them. Like, it's just words, and it's not really, like... And, like, you would never say it in person, but once you actually have the courage to say it to um, their person, uh, like, to a person face-to-face in real life, then it just shows how much of, how much of a big deal of it is and how much you actually worry about the victim of the bullying. Right, and then, but, so you mentioned that a whole idea of not going over the limit. Um, could you elaborate a little more on, on that? What do you think is the threshold? Well, I mean, like, if it starts to become really argumentative and really serious and it seems like you're about to, like, get in a fight or like, a verbal fight or something, then I would just be like, okay, whatever, and then just back off and just walk away. But... Um, if it's if you feel like it starts to get too much, if if you feel like it's starting to get over the limit, then I would just back off and just walk away with it, and then hopefully things will change, and or hopefully someone else can confront it about it. But um, yeah, that's just I don't I don't really know how to, cause I've never really had experience uh, where it's gone over the limit, but you know anything could happen. But um, anyways, like. What I would do, just in general, just to care for people, um, just putting aside the social networking for a bit, I mean, the best way that I find it to uh, care for people is to write them encouragement letters. Um, For example, like, I have a lot of senior friends that are going to be graduating uh, in a couple couple weeks, and obviously, writing their yearbook is really encouraging, telling them that you're going to miss them, and telling them to visit the, uh, you soon and whatever. Uh, that's just, that could be really encouraging, telling people that you care for them. And yeah, but it doesn't really have to be someone uh, graduating. It, it could just be someone you know and just someone you want to get closer to and you just write them uh, encouraging letters or encouraging notes telling them you care for them and telling them uh, that you want to get to know them more or something like that. 
But good idea, um, good idea. This whole idea yeah. of a handwritten card. I feel I fear actually that that's getting lost. Do you think it's getting lost? Well, actually, um, I was getting lost in that, and then I actually uh, moved to a different church that I uh, used to go to a couple weeks ago, and then uh, I found I found that people were writing people encouragement cards and notes all the time, and so I was just like, "Huh, why don't I do this too?" And it really uh, allowed me to get closer to the people I wanted to get closer to, and just to know more about uh, people. And it really felt like I had people that cared for me and that people were like really being um you know they weren't letting anybody out they weren't like ostracizing people they were actually like talking to people and actually being really friendly right so do you think there are any benefits maybe to receiving a handwritten card or writing a handwritten message a positive message for someone as opposed to sending them a great friendly text message or email um i actually don't think that there's that much of a difference but I feel like taking the time to hand write it all out it's just it's I mean it could be a little bit more meaningful but I mean as long as you're trying to get the same message out I feel like it has the same worth and the same like it doesn't really matter whether you text them or you handwrite it right right I mean if you are conveying the same idea I'm sure they'd understand that either way they know that you care about them and love them either yeah. way but you do bring yeah. up a great point that taking the time to actually transcribe a positive message is really meaningful because in this fast-paced harem-scarum world, I think just the idea that someone really sat down and got out a pen and paper and wrote you this beautiful message is so powerful, don't you think? Yeah, I mean, I mean when I was writing these for my friends a couple weeks ago, like, I, I kind of felt touched too because I was like, wow, I'm actually taking the time to write these people that I care about, to write for these people that I care about. I mean, um, it's just really like, I don't know what's the word, but it just feels really good to know that you have these people that are, that are writing you encouragement cards and that you have people to write encouragement cards for if you, if you know what I mean. But. Right, and then you know you can keep those positive messages and you can scrapbook them and you can really retain them and look back on them later on. It's really beautiful. Well, thank you so much, Alex, for yet another informative look into the act of caring. We all need to be aware of people around us and always be on the lookout for people in need. I'm Hannah Hundle, and you are listening to Express Yourself Teen Radio. And I'm Alex Lee. And next up is our Gift of Giving reporter, Caitlin Darrow, who will be sharing about what, uh, how to give to show people we care. And during the break, be sure to visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com to see photos, descriptions, links, and more. Also, be sure to check us out on Tumblr at btsyaradio.tumblr.com. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Fifteen minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the Fame Game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the Fame Game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. 
what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America show or host. For the latest news, visit the iRadio blog at iradioblog.com. Looking for an on-air community where teens talk and the world listens? Tune in to Express Yourself, an entertaining adolescent fusion radio program where passion and possibility populate the airwaves. Our vivacious teen hosts and star-studded field reporters from around the country offer stimulating segments and invigorating viewpoints connecting with the world campus of young people. We'll talk with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with experience. Tuesdays at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Kids. Express yourself. Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Thanks for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. Our program is Express Yourself giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. I'm Alex Lee, and today on Express Yourself, our theme is Caring for Others. And I'm Hannah Hundle. Caring for others is probably one of the most efficient ways to show someone kindness and integrity. Whether it be picking someone up after they fall, or doing something bigger than that, caring for others should be second in nature to us. So, with that in mind, Let's go to our Gift of Giving reporter, Caitlin Darrow. Hi, Caitlin. How are you? Hi, Hannah. I'm great. I'm really excited to be here. And with today's theme being about caring for others, I thought that it would be a perfect opportunity to talk about random acts of kindness. For starters, a random act of kindness is a selfless action done to cheer somebody up. I'm sure that everyone listening has actually done this at one point or another, and they didn't even realize it. An act of kindness can be something as simple as holding the door open for someone or complimenting someone's new outfit to more intricate actions like paying for the car behind you when you're at a drive-thru. Recently, my nonprofit organization, Angels of God, launched a campaign called Angel Deeds, which encourages people to commit these acts of kindness and just to help others. I get so passionate talking about Angel Deeds or random acts of kindness because it's such a simple initiative that shows others how much you care. So here are a couple of my favorite kind acts that you can try to. The first one is that you can buy a pack of post-it notes at the dollar store, maybe get some Sharpies for a couple more bucks, and write encouraging, uplifting messages on them, such as you're beautiful or never give up. These short sentences may seem really simple to you, but they can make a big difference to a stranger. And again, it's really not that expensive. All you need is a sticky note and a marker. Put the notes on bathroom mirrors, car window shields, or even on lockers. Basically, anywhere where they will stick, it'll be perfect. And as long as people can see them, I think that people are always encouraged by those kind of messages that are uplifting. There are absolutely no rules to this, so just be creative. 
Another one of my favorites is paying for the person behind you at McDonald's or any other fast food drive through restaurant. The bill usually isn't much more than $15, if even that, at these establishments, but the person behind you will feel really encouraged to pass on the kindness. When you pull up to pay, just tell the cashier that you're paying for both meals. It's a really exciting thing to do, and afterwards you feel really, really good. My last suggestion is mainly geared towards readers. Next time you return a book to your local library or your school library, think about leaving a nice bookmark inside for the next reader. You can buy bookmarks pretty inexpensively, or you could even make your own, which is always very artsy and fun. I actually prefer making my own. And overall, angel deeds or random acts of kindness can really show a person how much you care, even if it's just a stranger that you're caring for. Doing these kind acts anonymously are actually my personal favorite. Wow, Caitlin, those are a lot of great ideas, and that's a lot of great information to think about when you're considering how you can show other people that you care. But you know, Thank I you. feel that there's yeah, and I feel that there's often a misconception that in order to show people you care, you have to break the pocketbook. Why is that such an untrue characterization of caring for other people? Exactly. I totally agree with you with that. I think that there is this misconception that you have to spend a lot of money on someone and you have to buy them things just to show that you care for them. But sometimes it's really just the littlest acts that will stick out to a person. Right. I love the idea of a random act of kindness because you don't need to be a millionaire to make a difference. Like I said, even holding the door open or smiling at a stranger could be a random act of kindness. Making these positive, conscious decisions will not only make you feel good, but it'll also show that you care. Yeah, and I totally know what you mean by, um, you know, just holding a door open for someone can just mean so much for uh a stranger, but it it could just seem like something really simple to you, but it actually means a lot to um, certain people. So yes, exactly. Uh, yeah, and speaking of all of this, why do you think that caring for people is so important, and why do you think that it should be part of everyday life? Well, in general, I just feel that being kind is important. Being nice can make a big impact, and a positive attitude can be contagious. It encourages others to be kind, too, and I think that the world needs a little bit more kindness. I know that when somebody compliments my new dress or if they offer to carry something when I'm struggling with a pile of books, it makes me feel good, and it makes me want to pass that positive energy on. I love this idea that how you mentioned that the world does need more kindness. One of my favorite authors, Gabriella Von Ray, who is actually also a radio host, she claims that today as a society, we have dropped the ball on human kindness. But this whole idea of just doing a random act of kindness, like to us may be insignificant, but can really impact another person is so powerful. So with this whole idea of random acts of kindness, can we do it anytime, any day? Yes, I actually really agree with you, and I'll have to check out that author. That sounds awesome. But I think that, of course, yeah, any time of day, that's really the beauty of it. You can commit these simple, kind deeds anytime, anywhere, and it's easy that way. There is actually a special week designated to it, which is called Rack Week. 
um, and it stands for Random Acts of Kindness Week, which was February 10th through the 16th of this past year. Um, and I did celebrate, but in general, you can do it anytime. I mean, that's just kind of a way to spread the word about it. But um, also another idea for someone who maybe is feeling a little bit timid and they don't know where to start. Um, for my 16th birthday, I did 16 random acts of kindness all in one day. So you could always start it and try to do it as a celebration of your birthday and oh, as wow. a way to celebrate. So I always, I always think that's a really great idea. I know I was joking around with my mom because uh, she's in her 40s. So we said maybe <laughs> when, as you get older, you might have to kind of extend it into like a birthday weekend type of thing and <laughs> do it over uh -huh. a couple of days. But <laughs> when you're under 20, um, it's pretty simple to do all them in one day and to celebrate Definitely that feasible. way. Right. <laughs> yeah. And I uh, speaking of all of this, I just and you were talking about the uh, post-it thing where you uh, just post it on lockers or something. I read an article about... Um, in, back in February about some guy in, uh, I don't know where, but he he got um, a post-it note and read uh, and said, um, you're beautiful or something similar like that for Valentine's Day, and he put on every single locker at his school, and it was just really touching. I mean, like, he really took that time to post, like, over a thousand post-its on uh, every wow. single individual locker, so, yeah, I was That's just really surprised. Insane. Yeah, for someone to, to take that time. And I, I'm sure that there were several students, if not all of them, that when they came in in the morning and they saw that note, I'm sure they smiled. And it was just something to look forward to. So that's that's really awesome. I think we need more people like that. <laughs> oh, definitely. And so we're talking about this whole idea of random acts of kindness that are kind of spontaneous and just they just arise and come and go. But can being kind really be a lifestyle pattern? I mean, I think that it can. I know I've been asked something similar before where someone said, like, do you think people are born kind or can they be kind of cultivated and grown into a kind person? And I think it's something that's adaptable, being kind. Just making conscious, positive choices every day will help you lead a kind life. I think that simple virtues like putting others before yourself, being accepting towards others, always saying thank you, all of those types of things really go a long way and it goes along with that lifestyle yeah I totally agree with you um, but anyways thank you Caitlin for your part of showing others um, how you care and showing us how to give so that we can show others we care too so anyways you guys are listening to Express Yourself Teen Radio and also the 11th annual Be The Star You Are essay contest will begin this October so be checking our website at btsya.org for guidelines and more information. I'm your host, Alex Lee. Right. Thank you very much, Caitlin. Everyone has the potential to be kind. It's a choice, and we need to adopt it every day. I'm Hannah Hundle. You can check us out on Tumblr at btsyaradio.tumblr.com. Stick around for our very own social responsibility reporter, Aisha Gonzalez, coming up next. Are you ready to explore the amazing world under the sea? Your host is a certified scuba diver, explorer, he likes to cook, and most of all, he's just a kid like you. You'll find out a lot more lies under the sea than what you've seen on TV, in movies, and even in aquatic parks. 
You'll learn about all kinds of fish, as well as other sea creatures. We'll take you to some exotic destinations and so much more. There's a whole big world under sea just waiting to be discovered. Tune in to Under the Sea, Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on Voice America Kids. What about the world concerns you? Is it future success? Is it world issues? Are you just looking to change the world in general? Tune in to What Up World? It doesn't matter who you are, where you come from, or what you look like. Everyone is entitled to the same chance for success. Follow your dreams. Move forward. Make a difference. Tune in to What Up World every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. Tune in every Monday for Purple Songs Can Fly. Our program serves as a musical outlet for children being treated at the Texas Children's Cancer and Hematology Centers. These songs are flown all over the world and even into space. Hundreds of songs have been written and recorded and have been part of shuttle missions, airline in-flight playlists, toured with the Rolling Stones, gone undersea and to the top of Mount Everest. Join our hosts for some great music on Purple Songs Can Fly, Mondays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, on Voice America Kids. There's so much going on in the tech field. The tech team is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to the tech team. Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Welcome back to our third segment of Express Yourself, where today's topic is caring for others. I'm your co-host, Hannah Hundle. And I'm Alex Lee. And in this segment, you'll hear from our social responsibility reporter, Asia Gonzalez. She'll give us a scoop on how we can care for others by maintaining our social responsibilities. Hey, Asia. Hi, Alex. Hi, Hannah. And hi, everyone. I'm Asia, and I'm the owner and creator of Stinky Feet Girls a 1940s-inspired t-shirt and crochet hat company, and I'm also the owner of She Is Worth It, a preventative awareness campaign against child sex trafficking and backlog rape kits. Well, April is a great month for us to be talking about ways to show you care, because the first week of April is actually Volunteer Week. 
and there are many ways to show you care about others, and they can be extravagant like helping someone rebuild after a hurricane, or smaller like lending your coat or making someone a small meal. All of those are amazing acts of compassion. I have something really special that I get to do. I get to work side by side with the elderly and with special needs to show them that I love them because Christ loved me first. When I lived in California, I got to go to Covina Manor, a convalescent home for the elderly, and visit those who lived there. Sometimes families put their loved ones in places like that and then stop visiting them. We would go in and give them our time and attention. We would laugh with them and talk with them. We would crack open the hymn books and sing with them. And I always, I was always amazed by how they knew all the songs without even looking at the words. We would pray with and over them, whatever they wanted, play games, look at pictures, read, whatever. We would simply just spend our time with them. And you know what? I might have been doing something that made them happy, but in reality, it gave me joy too. I always walked away learning something new. They were full of amazing stories about things that aren't talked about today because our world is so fast with, to, with new technology. Their childhood stories were fantastic, even if hard to imagine. It was awesome to hear about how much fun they had playing outdoors and with simple things. There was one very special lady named Tesla. She was so lively and full of enthusiasm. I absolutely loved how she and my little brother Jacob connected instantly like they were old pals. I really enjoyed playing my guitar for them and just taking in the scene of people feeling loved and wanted. I know that my old church still visits them regularly and it makes me happy. Showing you care about others doesn't always require materialistic items. It can be things you can't touch or hold, like your time and your attention. Everyone needs compassion. I really believe that's one of our responsibilities on earth, to show others love and compassion. One big gift everyone has and can give to others is as simple as a smile. Your smile can be just the gift someone needs on a day they felt alone or tired or simply worthless. It's free and it's already packaged on your face. Another thing that is free is the gift of a compliment. I've watched my mom walk down the grocery aisle and see someone who looked alone and say something as simple as, wow, that shirt really compliments your features, or gosh, that's a really pretty necklace. Where did you get it? And she'd listen. Immediately, their eyes would brighten, and they seemed to walk a little taller. That inspired me to do the same as I got older. We started a tradition when I was little to make homemade Valentine's cards and pick a convalescent home to deliver them by hand to. We would buy red and pink paper and cut out hearts and write happy messages inside. Then we'd drive over to the home and walk around and hand them to every person one by one. We'd smile and say, Happy Valentine's Day, and oh my gosh, to see their smile on their faces made all the cutting and the time it took to make them so worth it. Sometimes they didn't even know if it was Valentine's, so it made them happy to get something. If they were sleeping, we would leave the card on the table by their bed so they would find it when they woke up. Occasionally there would be one or two that would refuse the card, and that's okay. We can't make everyone happy. We would just wish them Happy Valentine's Day anyway and move on to the next. My hope is that they felt God's love through me. Finally, there's something that I really look forward to doing every single year, volunteering with the Special Olympics. Special Olympics is the athletic games for those with special disabilities and needs. Every April, my family and I would go to the games and help with escorting the athletes to their events. We got to cheer each person on when they threw, jumped, ran, walked, whatever. It was so much fun and it filled my heart so full to be with them. My mom is a sign language interpreter and I loved watching her talk with those who couldn't speak but could still think and communicate with their hands. 
What's really neat is that I learned that these people with special needs and disabilities, maybe mentally or physically, were often just like me. They had similar interests and desires. I was able to talk with a guy for about 10 minutes about cars. He loved them just like I do. He went on and on about his father, about how his father would take him to races just like my dad does. How awesome is that? At the end of each event, my, we would escort them over to the awards tent and we got to cheer them on as they received their medals for whatever place they got. Their faces would fill with pride and joy and they'd pump their fists in the air. The Special Olympics is beyond amazing. If you ever want to experience pure joy, selflessness, and a changed heart, volunteer at your local Special Olympics. You can find your nearest chapter by going to www.specialolympics.org. Showing that you care can be something that is very simple. No matter how big or small that act of kindness is, it has to come from your heart with selflessness, compassion, in order for it to bring your recipient, recipient and you joy. Wow, Asia. Wow. I love I this, love that, you, that you don't have to don't be all high and high mighty and high powerful, powerful to impact, impact someone, someone through yeah, a through kind a deed. Really, everyone has the power to do that. And so you talked about your work in convalescent homes and helping out there. So where can our listeners find convalescent homes in their area? Uh, you can start with your local directory, like a phone book. If um, You can also go uh, Google your area, and most hospitals know where all of the convalescent homes are, too. And they are often very lonely people, and they would absolutely love your company. Yeah, and uh, you were talking about the charities in your area, um, and like, for example, or not necessarily charities, but like, for example, the Special Olympics, so, but you mentioned how um, people could go on the Special Olympics website, but what if they want to volunteer for some something else, what if they want to do something else, how would you find uh, a couple charities in your area? Uh, there are a few good places to start. Uh, one is called Volunteer Guide, and you can go to www.volunteerguide.org to see volunteer opportunities. Another is uh, www.allforgood.org. And if you're a teen like me, you can go to www.volunteernation.org. Those are a lot of great resources. I'm definitely going to be checking those out after our show. Um, but being busy teenagers, I think we all know the value of time. And as unfortunate as it may sound, sometimes young people just don't have that much time to devote to these kind of activities. So what are other ways that they can lend their aid and give help if they really can't donate that much time? Well, if you can't give your time, it's always nice to help out with an organization with a gift of money. Most of these organizations operate by donation only, so they really need your con contribution. Uh, make sure they are real 501c3 so you know that your money is going where they say it is, and also it can be written as a tax write-off. Yeah, and so you were talking about um, how you, you, um, you would write Valentine's Day cards to these people in these, um, in these convalescent homes. So... Uh, and you and you also help out with the Special Olympics, and you uh, you sing to the elderly, and you work alongside the elderly. Um, but out of all of these things that you do, what do you think is the best way, and possibly your favorite way, to uh, show people you care? 
Um, my favorite way is just listening to what people have to say. Uh, just talking about special needs is amazing. Just to hear um, what they're thinking, what they love, what they like, um, especially with the elderly and the convalescent homes. It's just amazing to hear them talk um, and just volunteering your time um, because all they need is just company. They just want to be with people and, and talk with them. Um, because some of them are lonely, and it's just great to talk with them. Okay, and has the reaction really been positive, do you think, with all these volunteering endivores? Do they really want to interact with young people and talk with young people? Oh, yes, of course. Um, they, it's really nice because they feel like they're human. When they when they talk with younger people, It's it's nice because... It's kind of like you're friends with them, like you're best friends with them. Oh. And yeah. Well, that's really interesting. I know that volunteering has so many benefits, and one of them is what we've been talking about here, that it can transcend age barriers. You get to meet so many people and make friends with so many people that you might not have been able to before. Yeah, and it's yeah. so interesting to hear... Um, how all these how like all these different people are willing to actually take their time not only to benefit themselves but to help other people so but anyways thank you so much asia for sharing your part in how to care for others with us i'm your host alex lee and this is express yourself visit our website at expressyourselfteenradio.com great talking with you asia express yourself is brought to you by the be the star you are 501c3 Literacy and Positive Media Charity. For more info on our creative community, go to btsya.org. Stay right with us because when we come back, I'll share my tips on how to care for others. old, it seems as if nobody understands what you go through. You're not quite a teenager yet, but you're definitely not a little kid anymore. Tune in to Life at 12 for the answers and support you need to get through this time in your life. Your hosts have some amazing life experiences, and because of this, they have the know-how to get you through 12 and on to 13 and beyond. It's a tough point in your life right now. Get the advice you need on Life at 12, Monday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Kids channel. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. Tune in every Monday for Purple Songs Can Fly. Our program serves as a musical outlet for children being treated at the Texas Children's Cancer and Hematology Centers. These songs are flown all over the world and even into space. Hundreds of songs have been written and recorded and have been part of shuttle missions, airline in-flight playlists, toured with the Rolling Stones, gone undersea and to the top of Mount Everest. Join our hosts for some great music on Purple Songs Can Fly, Mondays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, on Voice America Kids. We didn't invent Kid Talk, we perfected it, and at a very young age. You're listening to Voice America Kids.
You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Welcome back. Thanks for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. Today, we've been talking about caring for others and how to show others we care. Today, Henna is going to share another segment of Health with Henna to give us more information on caring for others. So, Henna, take it away. Thank you, Alex. This show has been a blast so far, and I'm really thrilled to share what I have to say. So without further ado, here's my Health with Henna segment, as my goal is to empower the new generation to lead active, healthy lives. I believe that if teenagers can get off on the right foot by making healthy lifestyle choices, then there's no telling what we'll be able to accomplish. Now, lending others a helping hand is a great thing, we're often told. It's great because we're assisting another individual in their time of need. But did you know it's also a good thing for ourselves because it improves our health? Indeed it can, according to research by Dr. Stephanie Brown and her colleagues at Stony Brook University Center for Medical Humanities. Dr. Brown's team actually found a link between volunteering and reduced mortality. In fact, about a 25% reduced risk of mortality The meta-analysis research primarily looked at the myriad of effects of volunteering on people as they got older. The research was comprised of 14 total studies based in the U.S., Taiwan, and Israel. The volunteers who were evaluated ranged in age from 55 to 75. The meta-analysis nature of the study allowed it to reveal the relationship between volunteering and health across different subsamples and out of the influence of most moderating variables. The research found a very encouraging link between volunteering and lower mortality, not to mention it found lower stress levels, lower levels of depression, and greater feelings of overall satisfaction. Now, if you're a young person like me, you may be thinking, well, the study evaluated older people. Why would it be significant for me? Well, the truth is that volunteering or just lending a helping hand holds so many untold benefits for individuals of all demographics and age groups. And it's something that more folks need to hear about because unfortunately, not enough people are choosing to reap the great benefits of volunteering. According to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, the volunteering rate in the United States in 2013 was at an all-time low since the Bureau began measuring the rate in 2002. This reality is incredibly unfortunate. Reaching out to those in need is just so beautiful. You get to help yourself and help your health just by helping others. Yeah, thanks, Hannah, for sharing that. But I was just so amazed at how um, normally we're so preconceived to thinking that when we care for others, it's only the other person getting uh, more healthy and getting more happier, but it's also that we're getting healthy, uh, happy and more healthy and that we're just getting uh, less stressed and less depressed. But the thing that I was confused about was that you mentioned that the research was a meta-analysis research, so what, is it, right. what do you mean by that? 
Well, meta-analysis research in general is really all about contrasting and combining results from different studies with the hope of identifying an overarching pattern among the results, with the hope of finding any discrepancies among the results, and even with the hope of finding an interesting relationship that may come to light only when you're taking in context all of the studies. And for this particular meta-analysis research conducted by Dr. Brown and her team, they actually took into consideration 14 total studies and they compared and contrasted them. Yeah, I think it's a lot more efficient to um, to get a bunch of studies and then combine them together and see if they all relate to anything. But you were talking about uh, volunteering and just lending a helping hand. Uh, you said that it like holds so many benefits for uh, all kinds of different individuals. So um, why do you think that volunteering levels in America are so low right now? Right, well it does hold so many great benefits and that's why it's such an unfortunate reality that the levels are so low. I think there are a number of different factors that contribute to the incredibly low levels of volunteering today. One factor might be time. With all the new and novel challenges and pressures on young people today, Spending your weekends lending your aid at anything really may unfortunately not be fitting into enough young people's agendas. Another factor could even be priorities. It's really a matter of whether or not you've made it a priority to lend a helping hand. Yeah, and uh, speaking of make, putting priorities of lending a helping hand first, I was actually uh, watching some videos on YouTube and I came across this channel called uh, Prank It Forward and what they do is they prank people, but they do it in a good, in a kind way, and so oh, wow. they make it really beneficial. Yeah, and so there was this one waitress who was struggling, and then uh, they randomly hired uh, some actors to um, leave a tip, and so one person left a one thousand dollar tip, and then people, one person gave them a new car, and it was just really interesting to see people doing such a great big act oh, of kindness. Yeah, and so speaking of all these. Uh, random acts of kindness and just all these ways to show people you care for others. Uh, what is your favorite way to show people uh, that you care? Well, I really love volunteering as we've been discussing and I love volunteering through a variety of different avenues. I love helping out at a local hospital in both the front desk area, but particularly in the mom and baby ward. In addition, I love volunteering at the canteen center of a local blood bank. And I am a part of Key Club, which is an international high school service organization. So I've been able to show others that I care through so many different ways, and I'm so grateful for all the opportunities that I've had to do that. Yeah, and uh, speaking of all these opportunities, how can others get these opportunities to volunteer in something relatively easy for young people to get involved in? Well, I think it's important to recognize that indeed it is relatively easy for young people to get involved in volunteering today. There are so many different ways, whether it be through their school or just individually. Now, with regard to volunteering through a school group, many high schools actually have a key club. And if yours doesn't, for any listeners, I encourage you to go to keyclub.org to find out how to start a chapter at your school. And even if you're in junior high, you're likely to have either a builder's club or some other type of service group that you could definitely take part in. But on top of that, you can also volunteer individually. 
many places are loving the idea of having young, energetic people helping them out. So if you're a teen or an adolescent wanting to volunteer, you really have all the opportunity in the world. Yeah, and speaking of volunteering at such a young age, I came across the field of volunteering, I believe, when I was uh, in middle school. And actually, uh, in middle school, I was in the jazz band, and being a musician, playing music was so fun and so interesting. So I got a couple friends and started a jazz combo, and we actually went to the local children's hospital and played a gig. And everybody was just really happy that we were playing for them. And it's just really happy because I love playing music and it makes me happy, but at the same time, it makes others, other people happy because it shows them oh, how definitely. much we care for them. Yeah. And so, what has been your overall experience with volunteering? Have you enjoyed it or is there anything, or are there any downsides to volunteering? Well, so far, I have been totally thrilled with it and loving every minute of it, particularly when I'm volunteering with Key Club. I'm actually working along with other young people and being in that kind of environment where we're all helping and we're all contributing and we're all having a great time doing it is just so much fun. So as of yet, I've had no drawbacks and I encourage other people to get in and volunteer because really it's only all great from there. Yeah, volunteering can be really fun at times and it's really beneficial to um, your health and also it just makes you really happy. Well, anyways, thank you. Yeah, no problem. But anyways, uh, thank you so much, Hannah, for sharing this segment as well as hosting alongside with me for today. As always, all good things must come to an end, and this is the end of our show for today. So thanks to Star Style Productions, Cynthia Bryan, Be the Star You Are, and Kids Star for producing this show. Thanks to our Voice America Kids crew, especially Perry Damone and Bruce Solstein. Thanks to our guests from across the world, and thanks to you, our listeners, for making us a top-rated program. I'm your host, Alex Lee. And I'm Hannah Hundle. You have been listening to Express Yourself, an on-air global community where teens talk and the world listens. Until next week, remember, be healthy, be kind, and care for others. Speak up and express yourself. See you next time. Thanks for joining us this week on Express Yourself, produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, be sure to visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Please join us again next Tuesday at noon Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern, when teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids channel. Until then, remember to express yourself. Stars that shine. Between the lines, if you would let yourself go, find some place. Hello, my name is Cindy Marie from Phoenix, Arizona, and host of Bookworm. The Kids Store album of the month this month is Back in School, Neil Brewer and Friends. Let's listen to Dodgeball. Look out, Mary's got the ball. And her eyes are set on you She's lean, she's mean, she's quick and tall There's nothing you can do One time she drew a beat on Fred Back when he first moved in She slung one straight upside his head Fred hasn't played since then We laughed when we first saw her throw 
that wind up fling and twirl Now every single kid I know Tries throwing like that girl But none of us have matched her way Perhaps it's in the eyes We only know that when she plays We drop like swatted flies Dodgeball, dodgeball Mary gonna make us fall It ought to be against the law She should even play it all Dodgeball, dodgeball, Mary sure is beautiful But friend, I wouldn't tell her that Cause she'll wind up hard And you'll wind up flat Same thing happens every day Mary puts us in our place Though we try, we cannot get away From that Mona Lisa face Each day we wonder who it is She's gonna level first And when she's through with what she does We all line up for the nurse Dodgeball, dodgeball Mary's gonna make us fall It ought to be against the law She should even play it all Dodgeball, dodgeball Mary sure is beautiful But friend, I wouldn't tell her that Cause she'll wind up job I'll do, but I can bet I'm the one girl who's gonna run a wrecking crew, dodgeball, dodgeball, Mary gonna make us fall, it ought to be against the law, she should even play it on, dodgeball, dodgeball, Mary sure is beautiful, but friend I wouldn't tell her that cause she'll wind up hard, she gonna wind up hard, she gonna wind up And you wind up flat Look out Mary's county ball And her eyes Are set on you The Kid Star Album of the Month is Back in School by Neil Brewer and Friends All musical proceeds Neil Brewer and friends received are donated to the Harvard Stem Cell Institute to put an end to muscular dystrophy. For more information, go to the Kidstar website, www.kidstar.org.